Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Hello, everybody. This is Nine Bob Note, and I'm Paul Isles Rush. And I'm Ken Moss. Hello, Ken. Bonjour, La Paul. Well, it's your turn this week. What have you got for us? Holy coming out, Batman. I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> well, this is the the news that has emerged in the last couple of weeks that Robin, uh, Batman's faithful sidekick, uh, swings both ways. He's uh, he's come out as bisexual in the comics. I did vaguely catch this uh, on the Twitter sphere, and it went insane. Mm. Um, my first thought is. How is this a surprise? He, right, going all the way back to Burt Ward, <laughs> alongside Adam West in the 60s, there were the campus pair of characters you could possibly wish to meet. Mm. And uh, Robin, when he has sort of ventured into the film world, he's not exactly been the most macho of characters. No, I think the um, in the film Batman and Robin, where he was played by... Uh, Chris, Chris O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Yeah, that again, quite camp. And deliberately so, they were playing up to it. But, mm. I mean, I'm sure it matters. As he had a, a gay kiss with another character, is that what the incendiary... I assume that uh, the, the incendiary device has gone off, has it? <laughs> yes. This is a different version of Robin. So it's not Dick Grayson, who was uh, played by... Burt Ward. Burt Ward, and by Chris O'Donnell. This is a, a, a guy called Tim Drake, I think. I've just looked at it on my phone. Oh, I think, is this where the comic strips sort of diverge and Batman gets his back broken and somebody else takes over as Batman and all that? Yeah, yeah, there's been all kinds of stuff like that. Dick Grayson, who was Robin, retired from being Robin and became Nightwing. Oh, is that uh, who Nightwing is? Yes. Right. Which, uh, you know, <laughs> just, just to point out. <laughs> but yeah, so this, this guy is uh, Tim Drake. He's, he's the latest guy to be Robin and he... Is a, a teenager, mm. and he's uh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't read the comics. I've just read the Pink News <laughs> story, but um, which is a, essentially a comic, <laughs> well, isn't exactly, it? Yeah, but yeah, we uh, he he went on a on a date with a boy, and they had a kiss, and then he decided that he's now going to date this boy. How can you possibly be a superhero and like cock? I mean, how is that even a thing? <laughs> I can sort of, I mean, it's, it's very easy to, to stand back and, and point and laugh and say, listen, guys, what is the big deal? Admittedly, if, uh, if Doctor Who suddenly decided to, uh, you know, um, expert, I'm saying this in September 2021, Series 13 <laughs> has yet to air. But if, uh, if the Doctor suddenly uh, engaged in a, a same-sex romance, there would be a little bit of, but that's not that character. No. He, he stroke she is not that character. Robin is human. I don't see the problem. I think I'm, um, I could probably see the problem if there'd never been any allusion to it whatsoever. But if this is a new character, essentially. Yeah. You're just sort of peeling away the layers of somebody having a new Robin, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. He, he's he's a, a teenager and he's just exploring and finding his way. He's, they've not rewritten the, the character who, you know, from the 60s and just decided, oh, by the way, he's... He's getting but I think it's quite important though, Vic, because it's nice for young gay and you know LGBT people mm. to to see things like that. Every time they you know they watch a Marvel film or they you know see one of the Batman films or something, they 
lead character and all of the characters are in it are a hundred percent straight. Mm, and, yeah. Yeah. And so it, it is nice and it's a good way of doing it. Like you say, they haven't just turned something completely on its head just for the sake of yeah. getting headlines. Yeah, so it's nice. Uh, they, they're certainly doing more for representation than the Marvel have been, have been doing, which uh, uh, I've sort of failed. I, I'm ashamed to say that I've really taken my eye off the ball with Marvel. That's not a lack of interest, but I've not been with anybody for the past decade that's been into mm. movies like that. Much as I would have loved to, I mean, now I think I've got about 50 films to, <laughs> uh, to plough my way through to catch up with the Marvel backstory. And from what I've heard, it's really rewarding as a, if you follow it from the beginning and all the different uh, superhero movies intertwine and then come back together and then they rewrite their own backstory a little bit and there's parallel units. So it sounds like there's a, a major, they've really invested in the Marvel universe. Yeah. On the flip side of that coin, wasn't there some lesbian free song with a Wonder Woman or, or Storm? Or, I'm clutching at straws here, <laughs> but I'm fairly sure that, that one of them had a sort of a lesbian tryst and they didn't like that. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure about that. They, I know that they've sort of tried and they did what they did with Star Wars and sort of made a big deal. Okay, we're going to have a, there's a, an out gay character in this next film. And it was C3PO. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Star Wars one was ridiculous because it was just some, some pilot in one of the new Star Wars films. He, he didn't have any lines in the whole rest of the show, apart in the rest of the film, apart from he just sort of said, oh, I hope I make it back in, uh, because I've got to cook my husband dinner. <laughs> and then they were like, oh my God, there's gay people in Star Wars. Um, and, and Marvel have done uh, equally badly, I think. They um, they had a, a spin-off series from the films with Loki. Yeah, yeah. Was a, um, it was a really good series. It, had, it was actually compared to Doctor Who. It had a lot of sort of Doctor Who themes running through it. I've seen it. It's Tom Hiddleston, isn't yes. it? And he's been yeah. paraded everywhere as, oh, new Doctor Who. It's oh, sort yeah. of Doctor yeah. Who, this is a, an unofficial, you know. <laughs> I don't think it is, but um, I am I was vaguely fascinated by that because he, he's, uh, he's certainly got the look of a Doctor Who. Mm. And um, yes. Uh, really, really witty as well. It was a really well written series we should check it out yes it's a, it's a series loki is it yes yeah yeah and but it's a spin-off from the the thor movies yeah. i think because yeah, loki thor's, was thor's brother yeah. oh he's, he's thor's brother and they've not rewritten that bit of the mythology no, then no. right but there, there was one bit in that and it was a <laughs> there's, there's different versions of loki and one of them is a female Right, and he's he's around, and then as it progresses, they then they sort of have this wildly inappropriate <laughs> sort of tension between themselves. But they have this conversation once, and she asks him about the the women that he's or, or the prince. She says something like, "You must have kissed a lot of princesses," and he says, "And princes." And that was it. That was the only mention. My drop. And everyone was like, and then that was it. Oh my God, there's a, there's a bisexual in, in Marvel. But yeah, so I think the way that the, the Batman guys have done it mm. is probably a little bit a little bit more subtle, maybe, and a little bit more representative. Yeah, well, I mean, Marvel are um, they're, they're mining their own history mm. for, uh, who would have thought that Aquaman, who I believe is one of the least loved of the Marvel characters, you know, it's now... Now onto its second film, I believe. There's all the controversy with Amber Heard, and <laughs> yeah, we'll not we'll not venture into that territory. Not today. Yeah, some of the Marvel films that have come out have been really you know, like you've never heard of like Ant Man. 
there's been three Ant-Man, or the, I think the third Ant-Man's about Crikey, right. And uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Never heard of them. Really good, though. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. key, in my head, I, I get Guardians of the Galaxy mixed up with Galaxy Quest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar. Very similar. <laughs> but um, if they want to go down, you know, so and you're probably you're right. Actually, they're probably it, it is time for a a gay superhero, but they are the focus of the film rather than being some bit part character yeah. or a sidekick. There's plenty of unused and unloved Marvel characters from because the, there's been hundreds of different superheroes that you know they've had a, a run of twenty comics or something and then forgotten for all time. Mm. If they can reinvent Aquaman, who nobody really liked, <laughs> and make it into a popular character, surely they can take one that everybody's forgotten about and say, right, we're going to turn this character gay or it's never been stated or there's nothing really been explored about him and make that the focus. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, like you say, there is an LGBT character for the LGBT community to think, oh, this is one, this, they're one of ours. Yes. And they can get behind it and identify with them. And There's rumours... That in the the next series of Superman comic books, Superman either is going to die again, again, or or just retire, and his son is going to um, take on the the cape and become the new Superman, and his son is gay in the comics, so we could have a gay Superman as well. That would be very exciting. There's any number of <laughs> of directions that could go in with that. You know? <laughs> Shoots lasers from his eyes that are pink. And uh, he doesn't wear his underpants on the outside there. You know, they're knickers. He's also a, a cross-dresser. And why not push the envelope completely? But the Superman, actually, on, on that note, the Superman costumes, they seem to be getting darker and darker, basically. I think the, the red and blue is going to basically be black eventually. The, all the superheroes are going to have black costumes yeah. in the end. Because I think it, Spider-Man's had a black costume, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he did, yeah. That could be Nightcrawler, though. I think that's Spider-Man's dark alter ego. <laughs> Nem- I, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. They've, they've taken all these uh, characters and, and run off with them in quite odd directions. How many reboots of Batman do we need? I think we're <laughs> on the fifth one now, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, there's a new one coming out very soon. It's not Damon Albarn. No, Matt Damon. No, <laughs> uh, Ben Affleck. It's, he's been no. replaced by somebody else, hasn't he? Yeah, it's he? Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Well, the Twilight guy. The Twilight guy, yeah. It, it's, which is weird, but apparently everyone who's see, you know, like being involved in the film says it really it really works. But he's English, isn't he? That must have set the cast on the picture. Yes. Yeah, and he's also refused to work out or anything. You know, like, oh, everyone else bulks up for the role. And he was just like, no, you cast me. You know what I look like when I, when you cast me. So uh, this is what Batman's going to look like. <laughs> so that should be interesting. I think they're filming it in Glasgow at the moment. Uh, but isn't, uh, we're going a little bit off topic, but isn't um, Michael Keaton supposed to be in it? As a cameo, as, a, as the, one of the old Batmans or something. I think that's in the Flash movie. Ah, which right. Is, um, which is part of the same thing as because it's a DC thing. So mm. they've got um, Batman and Superman and the Flash, and it's the Flash that's got like a multiverse storyline, which is going to have Michael Keaton in it. And oh, I can't think someone else anyway <laughs> who is going to be in it. But. Um, so having strayed slightly off topic, it's just time for to, just for a change, <laughs> and as is our want on NBN, it's time to decide feather or not, gay superheroes are a decent thing. 
Well, I think there's only one thing, of course. Of course they <laughs> the are. world needs gay superheroes. So it's not going to change the world, but it'll be nice for, you know, a young boy or girl who's doesn't rec- you know, who likes comics mm. and just doesn't recognize themselves in anything and maybe looks at it and thinks, oh, actually, yeah, I could be Robin. <laughs> the only thing that stopped me from being Robin before was the fact that uh, Robin was straight, but now he's bisexual like me, so I'm going to go and go train up and be Batman's sidekick. Because the world needs gay superheroes, I'm going to go four feather boas. <gasps> no, no, I'm, I'm going to concur on this. I think that um, mine is, is along very similar lines. I think that um, kids do need someone they can identify with that they have as a as a hero and um there aren't really it's not obviously it's it's not something i ever really think about (laughs) but then again i don't have to because plenty of superheroes and and lead characters have catered to my persuasion over the years (laughs) it's uh, i've never never worried about it but yeah i i think it's um for progression's sake yeah positive thing hurrah well let's move on to the the final segment screening queens Can't resist. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What have you got for me this time? Well, on the superhero theme, obviously we mentioned all the Marvel and DC films, TV series and stuff like that. There is a series on Netflix, though, and we have been watching it. It's called DC's Titans, and it's the story of when Robin retires, and it was the story of how he becomes Nightwing. Right. But he's also joined by other sort of young superheroes and they form like a little a little gang and go around solving crime it's really good it's really camp and really uh, but very very well made and also the guy who plays dick grayson is possibly the world's most handsome man <laughs> so who um, is I, I can't remember what his name is the um, names aren't important <laughs> his name is brenton thwaites i'm unfamiliar with his work <laughs> but uh, so that's on Netflix, Amazon? Yeah, it's on Netflix. There have been two series so far. The third series is due out imminently, I think. Right, okay. But yeah, it's, it's easy to watch and, uh, and good fun. Splendid. And on that note, you can go and load up the Netflix and we'll, <laughs> we'll sign off. Uh, but we'll be back next week to see what, what topic Ken's going to inflict on us. <laughs> we'll see you next Saturday. Bye, kids. Bye. <laughs> Nine Bob Node featured Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Title music was by Mark Scheiman, and the program was produced by Maverick Productions. For more information, please visit maverickproductionsuk.blogspot.com or find us on social media.